up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a very news-packed Friday. Steve Zippel, Jake Sorensen, early break fun show. So far as you get the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is always sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. We are joined now on the phone by one of our favorite guests to talk all things college football and more. That is Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for joining us. Wow, what a news day it was. There's lots to get to in terms of the ramifications of what's next. But the big news, Bill, is that USC and UCLA officially joining the Big Ten Conference starting in 2024. Let me ask you this first. Was this was this on your radar at all before yesterday? Was this out of the blue like most of us? I mean, it was part of like theoretical conversations last year. Okay. Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC, but there was never – you know, you thought, oh, maybe they'll do it. And you know, for the second straight summer, we have a huge realignment piece that, that shakes up college football. And, I mean, I, at the end of the day yesterday, before I went to bed, I just kind of, like, looked at that map with USC and UCLA and the Big Ten and just kind of shook my head in amazement. <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. Bill Bender. strange, yeah. Bill Bender from the Sporting News joins us. And, Bill, I'm – I have excitement about this development. I also wonder something, and I'm interested in your in your opinion on this. Is this does this all feel very temporary to you? This move of USC and UCLA in that it's not over. the The, the movement's not over. Oh, for sure. I, I think you know, as of today, yeah, they said they're done, but. You know, it feels like the Super Conference is inevitable, right? The 20, whether it's 20 teams or 24 teams and who's next. And I think, you know, it logically, Washington, Oregon, Stanford, going to the Big Ten would make sense because that way USC and UCLA have at least a couple close trips and and vice versa with all the other Big Ten teams. And... And then you start to wonder, okay, if they get them, are they going to go get North Carolina, Duke, Virginia with the AAU accreditation? Mm-hmm. And, of course, everybody's asking. I mean, the article I wrote yesterday that is probably getting read more than anything else of anything I wrote mm-hmm. was uh, what, what happens with Notre Dame. Right. Yep. And everybody wants to know that one. Well, we'll get to that in a second. And I don't know. I Sometimes we do this where we, we ask questions that, that are hard to answer. Maybe there is no answer. Why? Okay, so UCLA and USC approach the Big Ten. Why haven't Oregon or Washington approached the Big Ten? Why didn't they? Why was it UCLA and USC? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, and from my sources, it was USC was driving this. Okay. Which is makes it even uh, more uh, surprising that, you know, I mean, you, you, don't, you wouldn't have thought that. But but the other thing with that is, okay, so now Oregon, Washington won't be surprised um, if they haven't already uh, 
approach the Big Ten next and try to get in, and then the Big Ten's going to have to justify that. I, I think they would take both of those brands pretty easy. I think they would take Stanford um, as well. And like I said, then you'd have at least five teams out west. Mm-hmm. It, it just depends on what the number is of schools that they want to go. And, you know, from you guys' vantage point now, I mean, looking at that map again, Nebraska's kind of right dead center now. Mm-hmm dead center of the Big Ten map, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. So I, I guess the question is, Bill, then, so how soon do you think you might hear more news of teams going to the Big Ten or other conferences? Is, is this something you expect to be more this summer, more this month even, or how quickly do we think that we could hear the next move uh, in college college sports? You know, that one I would say soon, but I, I did the same thing last year. It's like after Oklahoma and Texas, we were all like, okay, this, this, and this is going to happen next. And, you know, it's been a year since we, other than the other dominoes in the group of five where those conferences are moving around. But, yeah, I think it's just going to be a game of chess between the Big Ten and SEC now because it's, okay, if the Big Ten does this, then you got to figure, okay, the SEC, are, they, are these teams, these two conferences going to raid the ACC next? So, really, Notre Dame has the leverage. Because if they go to the ACC, maybe that conference solidifies. If Notre Dame doesn't go to the ACC, maybe the Big Ten and SEC raid the SEC. And like, I, I think the next one to watch for is what happens with that flock of ACC schools that would be tempted to go to the Big Ten. But are those schools bound by the media rights deal in the ACC that, that lasts through 2036? They are, and there are exit fees with that, too. Okay. Um, but, I mean, all you have to do is look at USC yesterday. I, I think there was a tweet out there. They were making $30 million in the Pac-12, and then they, they make, a, what, $80 million more Dang. in the Big Ten? Um, you save your athletic programs, the budgets, and everything that it has started with NIL and, and the budgets that come with that. So, you know, it's... I think, Steve, it just feels to me like we are headed towards, and I think I was texting you about this last night, Mm -hmm. that we are headed towards the two super conferences, and all these schools are going to get a chair, because if you get left out, you'll be irrelevant. Right. That's what I mean by it when I say it feels temporary, Mm -hmm. this news. Uh, It's news right now, but it feels temporary. Now, you did write a, a, a fabulous column about Notre Dame. You lead the column with a simple question. Will Notre Dame play USC for the Big Ten Championship someday? Mm. What becomes of Notre Dame now? Is there a chance they continue to cling to their independence? They're going to try as long as they can, and I think they're going to wait and see as long as they can. But, you know, and I think this might have been Heather Dinich that tweeted this last night that said, it's a source told her that, being independent is going to be really hard now. And I think that's the truth. I mean, if you can make the playoff being outside of a conference, they're going to do it as long as they can. But if we go to these two super conferences, uh, the draw is going to be to play in a conference, mainly because you know Notre Dame, part of their sell of their program, what's it's always been? We play coast-to-coast. Coast. We're a national team. Well, Notre Dame's biggest rival just went to the Big Ten. And I know they have a very weird, acrimonious relationship with the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They might 
might want to change that because now you throw – think about it. If you throw Notre Dame on top of USC, Nebraska, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, from a brand standpoint, that's better than the SEC. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. So hmm. I, I guess, Bill, the question becomes in a super conferences. Number one, how, how many teams ultimately will be in a super conference? Number two, what does this all do to the playoff when all is said and done? Yeah, I mean, to me, the super conference, I mean, right now they're at 16. Okay. But 20 to 24. I, I think 24 is the number for me because that means you can do three divisions of eight. And then the other thing, talk of playoff expansion, it's going to be pushed back again because they're they're going to wait and see what these conferences do. A lot of the reason we didn't get an expanded playoff was the distrust among the conferences because Sankey took uh, Bob Bowlesby's teams. Kevin Warren, a year after they all sat there and said there was an alliance, took two Pac-12 teams. So that th- that part of it's there. Now, if they did go to two super conferences, one kind of theory I had was, well, why wouldn't you know, the Big Ten do its own playoff, the SEC do its own playoff, and they play each other in the uh, DFB, like, Super Bowl, which is what's coming anyway. It's going to feel like NFL light. Why wouldn't you just do it that way? Are you okay with all this? I mean, I texted my buddies last night because we've all followed college football our whole lives. I just said, the hard part is, I said, the college football we grew up with is dead. Mm-hmm. We need to accept that. I mean, the traditions, the the traditions, the bands, those things are going to be there. But when you're talking about, like, I, I for me, if I can take off the journalism stand Please do. for a minute. Please like, do. I grew up hating USC. Okay. Okay. Growing up in Big Ten country. We hated USC. We hated, you wanted to win the Rose Bowl. You wanted to beat them. Uh-huh. You hated those helmets. You hated those fight songs. And now, you're a Big Ten team. Like, it, it's the most surreal thing possible. It is. It, I, when you say those words, college football as we know it is dead, or as we knew it, as we knew it, that, I don't know how I feel about that. I still, I still think it's going to be exciting, just in a different sort of way. Is that, is that a good way to look at it? Well, yeah. So, because i got to write this column this morning, so I'm just going to try a few leads on you guys. Try it. College Try football it. used to be basically the rivalries were like the Hatfields McCoys type thing. That, that's what college football is. That was made it special. Mm-hmm. Now it feels very corporate, <laughs> like corporate takeovers. And if you're watching a movie, you want to watch a movie about the family feuding, not the mm. the corporate takeover movie. You have to be very in, you have to pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's what's happened. Is these corporate the TV networks have taken over the game. The conferences have taken over the game. Money has taken over the game. And you're right, though. It's still going to be very entertaining. It's going to be very entertaining to watch USC go to Memorial Stadium and to Ohio Stadium and UCLA, Nebraska, those type games. They're going to be fun. But, like I said, the old way of watching it by a lot. And better, yes. Will it be driven by money? Yes. And – that's those things. Uh, there, Steve, I'll admit this though. There, for me, with how kind of boring, but you know, the same old teams going to the playoff every year. Mm-hmm. 
two super conferences is a nice little change up. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, that 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 may look different. That may look different. Yeah, have you have you prepared yourself, Bill, for a a USC visit to Piscataway for a conference game against Rutgers? That just seems very odd to me. Well, I mean, it's not just football, right? right. So like the, when you're flipping through Big Ten Network on a Wednesday and you're catching UCLA and. Uh, Maryland in basketball, and it's not like some it's a conference game preseason. Yeah, it's an actual important conference game. That's going to be weird. And and you know, like Steve said, if it's temporary, the next weird thing is going to be Oregon and Washington. Or you know, if if they go raid the ACC, like I said, North Carolina, Virginia, and Duke will be very interesting because then the Big Ten has the best basketball conference in the country. By far, they yeah. might. They might right now. They just added. That's the other part. They just added a school that has eleven basketball national championships in UCLA. That's kind of, and that's the undercard of the news. It is. When we look at this as a Nebraska Nebraska perspective, Bill, I think there is excitement and fear. Excitement to be on the right side of the growth. You're in the right conference, but it's fear of just being even more irrelevant when things keep going forward. It, what what where where would you stand for Nebraska? More excited or more fearful of you know dipping deeper into irrelevancy? No, I would be more excited right now, and I say that from the recruiting standpoint. Now you can go west a little bit. I you know I read that what was Steve was writing last night about Tom Osborne and how he wasn't worried, and that's kind of how I would be if I was in Nebraska because now, like I said, you're at the middle of the map of the Big Ten. They're going to add more teams from the West in theory. And, and you know, Nebraska can recruit both sides now. And both sides of that, it would be easier to sell a kid from California or Colorado on coming to Nebraska because they can go play out West too. And I think that will be a good thing for their recruiting because they're in that trouble spot of that part of the country recruiting tough but if you can go in both directions it'll be a little bit easier one more question back from me anyway back to notre dame what what is the what is the reason for notre dame's acrimonious relationship with the big 10 i mean it goes all the way back to newt rockney and joining the conference Hmm. it's there's a history of this where they when you grow up in this part you know of ohio and and the Catholic school versus private school thing. Yeah. That's a rivalry. Okay. It is all the way in the high school level. Okay. Um, you know, the way they broke off the rivalry with Michigan, the way okay. um, they've, they've only played Ohio State four times in my lifetime. Okay. So they independence is better than being a joining a conference. And for years, people around here were like, why can't you just join the Big Ten? From a natural fit, though, Notre Dame versus Nebraska every year. Oh, man. Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Michigan versus Notre Dame. It'd be amazing. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Yeah. Bill, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. Hope there's probably more news to come. I'm sure you'll be covering it. And uh, have a great 4th of July. We'll chat with you down the road, man. Hey, happy 4th, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Take Thank care. you. Thank Bill you, Bender buddy. of the Sporting News, breaking down all the news. See, it would be a great thing if Notre Dame joins the Big Absolutely. Ten. How could you be against that? Who who would be against that? Besides maybe Notre Dame fans who want to be independent. There is a this this mega conference discussion is largely unappealing. I mean, right now, my counsel to you would be, and my counsel to myself would be 
to enjoy this period as much as you possibly can. Enjoy each period as much as you possibly can. Because it's going to change. And you're probably going toward a super conference at some point. And I don't know what that's going to look and feel like. I know that 16 teams is a pretty manageable number, right? And it's there's a lot to enjoy right now. I wouldn't let the anxiety about what could happen next detract from the enjoyment of now. Because right now, this is a pretty interesting configuration of teams. Yeah. Notre Dame would add to it. But oh, right, now, right now, it's a very interesting configuration. Just enjoy it. And understand that it's not going to be this way for long. But the question is how, how temporary is well, temporary. I got what, what I'm it, saying it is, right. is enjoy it right now. Enjoy it this season. Or, excuse me, 2024. You know people can't live in the moment. They always live, they're always we living can. in the future. They're we, always living in the future. We can. We can live in the moment. That's Take what time we'll do. to enjoy the moment. Yes. Uh, enjoy your shirt. Yeah. And enjoy your cap. You know, you know what this, this shirt reminds you of? Is Fourth of July fireworks, right? <laughs> oh God, here we and go. Parties, here we go. People going crazy. What he got under the desk. There. Oh, did I? Did I bring that in today? <laughs> no, Peaky. Oh, no, Peaky. <laughs> you know the drill, Gus. This is our last day of doing this, so I'm going out with a bang. No, you are. You Caller, fifteen today, Gus. That's right. Yeah, he's like, all right. Wow, wow, Jake. Thanks. Caller fifteen. 402-464-5685. Look at this beautiful fireworks package. This is $80 worth of fireworks sip. 80 bucks. Goes a long ways. It's more than a tank of gas right now. My yeah, it is. You're right. Artillery shell. We got the Twitter glitter. Yeah, and what else? We've got the garden in spring. <laughs> <laughs> what else? We've got the bump bear. Yeah. We've got cadmium horse. Yeah. That one's great. Yeah. We've got the mercurial bee. Yes. You want this this weekend, whether it's Sunday, whether it's 4th of July, whether it's tomorrow. I mean, you can't really light them until thir the 3rd legally in the city. But if you want to get this package, it's my last one I'm giving away. You've got to go to Roka. It's Roka Crazy Cracker. Shout out to Scooter down there who's been doing a great job, been very kind in, in giving us five fireworks packages to give away this week. Caller 15 at 464-5685 is winning our last fireworks package. Again, you got to go to Roca to pick it up. 15. This is mine, not yours. Yours, if you win, is in Roca at the Roca Crazy Cracker Stand right across from the Roca Tavern. So get your fireworks, go get a beer, drive safely back to where you're coming from, and get the best fireworks in, in the land. In the, the, in the land. land. And they have the best rockets. They are the king of the rockets in terms of fireworks. Okay. And SIP, it is their 25th anniversary. So you know they're doing something right. They've been around for a long time. I like that. King of the rocket. Yeah. I like the rocket that. rocket kings there. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been I, around for 25 years. Yeah. And hopefully that involves a parachute. I always thought the parachutes were super cool. They have parachutes. Not yeah. here. But you can buy a parachute yeah. there. You can buy tanks. You can buy snakes. You can buy all that stuff. Black all that, cats. Yeah. Black cats will be there. They got it all. Okay. Anything you could dream of, they got it. Roka okay. Crazy Crack. Okay. So tell Scooter I said I sent you. Caller 15. Yeah, caller 15. You went 15. deep today. I did. Well, you, you got to go out with a bang in the last one. And you had to pick this up, by the way, by tomorrow. Okay. By tomorrow. Not the third or the fourth. By tomorrow. By tomorrow. So get there today to make it even better for all of us because you want to have it for the weekend anyways. Okay. So thank you to Roka Crazy Cracker, mm -hmm. to Scooter for lining it up for us and for a fun week of giving away fireworks. Yeah, thank you. 
I want to give away stuff <clears> next <throat> week too, like that. Yeah, well, we'll think of something. Okay, we'll think of something. Put on my my sunglasses for that part. There. You did fine without your sunglasses. There. Yeah, the the lines have been jacked all week for that. The lines huh. are still jacked. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think we got like an average of seventy calls a day. People for the fireworks are feeling festive. Well, they want eighty bucks with the fireworks for free. You yeah. can still buy that for eighty bucks, and there it's a great value. But you could get it for free. That for is a good value, by yeah, the go way. Go buy the same package yeah. there. Yeah. Roka Crazy Cracker across mm-hmm. from Roka Tavern. Thank you, Roka. Jacob. Thank Welcome. you. Good discussion with Billy Bender. I love Bill Bender is one of our favorite guests. Yes, he's great. Always dialed in. He's yes. locked in. It's. I just. I don't know what to like. I don't know exactly what to say about all this. The ACC is sitting there right now thinking what like what are we how do we you handle know what they're this thinking, what, you know what they're thinking right now we got to get notre dame because they have yes. them in basketball yes they have them in basketball they need notre dame in football if they're going to be a super conference if there, if there could be three super conferences mm-hmm. they need notre dame because right now all the all the things line up for notre dame to go to the big 10 in my think opinion, about, think, my about opinion. think about it this way jake for the sake of balance in this country it's it's what's happening is not great i mean you have the big 10 spread out across america but it's just two teams in the west just two teams in the west though it's coast to coast sec is the sec south and east pretty much right yes okay and then you have the acc the atlantic coast what i'm getting at here is the western half of America's not not feeling it particularly feeling particularly well right now about all this, no, right? They're not. Because there's a big, big gaping part of America that where college football is sort of a wasteland, right? You, you understand I know, what I'm I, saying? I hear you. I, West I hear of you. Nebraska. Yeah. And I don't know. I I if I were a po- one of the powers that be in in college football, I'd be thinking about that. I don't know how you rec- rectify it, but I would say this, that I, I think it would be better to have the ACC as a third type of superpower conference, mega conference. Hopefully the ACC does strengthen itself. Do you want a world where there's just two mega conferences? Is that what you want? I'd like to have more than two. Right. I want three. I think for the four. health of the sport, for the health of college athletics, yeah, you have three or four very viable, vibrant, big conferences. I don't like two. Right, two, like two. feels like you're yeah. splitting off yep. completely, right? Making your own division, basically. Right, yeah. where, like Bill alluded to it, where you're playing, right now is it, it looks like it's going, you're, the Big Ten champion is playing the SEC champion for all the marbles, but what about, all, what about the Washingtons and Oregons? And... I mean, get down to it, the Washington states, the Arizona states, and Arizona. Would it feel like a national title if all those teams aren't involved? No, it'd feel like another sort of title. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. Right. I might have to talk to Trev Alberts about that. We should we should all talk to Trev. Be wonderful. Uh, more next. Get your calls in 464-5685 or on the early break of the ticket. 